Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershaz, and I'm flying solo. And we're talking about a special theme that's warm to my heart called Action Organizes. Action Organizes. So what does that mean? So I'm going to back up. I'm going to tell you a quick story. And uh, as many of you guys know, I exited my company, uh, Money Source TMS, in uh, June of 2020, July of 2020, and um, started working with renowned uh, coach, Dr. Jeff Spencer in early 2021. And he and I met uh, through the grapevine during COVID. Um, and uh, but started working with with Dr. Jeff Spencer, uh, my coach. Uh, I love him. Amazing guy. He was Lance Armstrong's coach on tour, the Tour de France. He's coached Richard Branson, Tiger Woods, Bono. I mean, just a real amazing human being. And um, it's all around performance. He's actually a former Olympic athlete himself, former guest on the show. And uh, so you go check out my episodes with Dr. Jeff, but but good friend. And, um, you know, we were talking about what, what I was really trying to figure out. What do I want to do with my life? So this is, you know, 2021, I was, you know, 42 years old and um, really was trying to figure out what's next. And he 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 said this, this statement to me is like, hey, look, man, you, you really have to kind of figure out your boundaries. Like, how do you want to show up in the world? Where do you want to spend your time? But no one thing action organizes and and i i was like oh that's a cool concept and the concept really goes like this like as we take steps as we do things we get information and it organizes our thoughts and so don't not being afraid to take those action steps then helps us organize what's next for us because i think a lot of the times what we do is we jump to the conclusion we go to the to the end result we're like i want to you know have this goal i want to have this outcome and and it's not to say those things don't happen. But in my experience, I've talked to a former guest, my business partner, Joe Duran, about this. It's like, it never ends up the way we think it's going to end up. And if it, if you get the goal, you never get there the way that you think you're going to get there. And there's a really good book that I love called The Lean Startup by Eric Reese. And he talks about 
kind of the same idea in the form of uh, doing a startup or coming up with a product that that you think you know what people want you have an idea you go execute on it and then you get information and it actually tells you something different that you hadn't realized and you either change your path or you maybe even change the outcome itself and so this 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 thought around action organizing has been kind of my mantra for since jeff taught it to me and and again like jeff is you know, if, if you go look him up, he's coached 42, I think, world champions and Olympians. And it's around, again, them perfecting their craft to affect a champion outcome, championship outcome. So I say that all that because I think a lot of times people really get focused on um, how do I, you know, like creating this perfect start to try to create the perfect finish. And my answer is like, no, action organizes. So an imperfect start. I will go for a hundred percent of the time. And I was interviewing Jen Gottlieb yesterday, who's a, it's an interview that we're going to have coming up and she was talking about how she has to 50, get 51% of the way there before she'll take action. And I thought that was really amazing. And one of the, my retorts to her was, um, yeah, you know, I believe that's a great idea because 49% of the outcome is luck anyway. So a lot of times we'll do the right things in the wrong environment or in the wrong timing and get the wrong outcome. And even though it was the right step at the right time, but we, there's just certain things you don't have in your control. But I love this idea of action organizing because I know that as I take action, I get data back. And with that data, I can then optimize my current environment for the next step. Sometimes I'll take two steps back to take a step forward. Sometimes I'll take one step back to take five steps forward. But I'm always moving forward because I know that I need to get that next step of information. I need to get that next bit of, of data so I can then optimize my current environment to get to my goal. And really following this lifestyle and mantra of action organizes, what it does is it reframes this idea of what is success and what is failure. Because again, if we're saying that half of success is luck anyway, which I really do believe it's some pretty huge number. Um, there's, a, there's a great book, Fooled by Randomness, uh, by I think it's Nassim Taleb. And I'm reading a book right now, Creativity Inc. by Ed Katzmull. And he was talking about this, this, this idea of randomness. There's so much randomness that we can't control that will affect the outcomes that I, I always put aside that that's always going to be something that's, that I can't control. So so my failure is not necessarily a failure. It's just a new data point that I can then optimize for the current environment that includes randomness even. There's some randomness in the environment. There's some randomness in what the environment wants that I can then optimize again to get to the next better outcome. And as I've started to think of my life in this way, what it does is a few things. Number one is I, I let go from an ego perspective of the outcome because I know that a lot of the times the outcome is out of my control. Number two is it shows me that as I receive information, I can optimize for my next best step. So I'm going to use an example of what happened to me over the last three years because I think that this is a critical example of this working really well. Um, when I exited the business, I had nothing. I, had, I was like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm leaving to go do this other thing. I was like, I'm leaving and I have no idea what I'm doing. And, um, and it's a scary, scary thing to do. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know I don't want to do this. And so I, that was November 2019 when I made that decision. I then spent the next few months, you know, orchestrating my exit. COVID hits March of 2020, just three months later. So the world blows up. Again, randomness. Uh, I had written a book in 2019 randomly, like just because I felt like it. Decided to go full tilt on that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go make my book a success. Uh, the core value equation. And spent, started 
my book launch again not even planning to do that um and and if you ask me what i was going to do then i'm going to make this the biggest book in the world and i'm going to be writing core values from fortune 100 companies that, that was literally what was in my brain at the time because I, I didn't know what i wanted to do and uh, i started doing this podcast which was then a live stream um for the for the book launch so again information coming in found i liked that and then in october that year got randomly again fooled by randomness got randomly asked if i wanted to coach the ceo now behind all this i knew i wanted to get into private equity so that was always kind of in the back of my mind but i'm doing all this other stuff and what's interesting is is that i got one client really quickly and then i ended up getting about 13 clients really quickly and i now had a you know multi seven figure business that came out of nowhere again random I didn't expect that. I didn't plan for that, but it was cool. And I went full tilt into that. I went full tilt into podcasting. I went full tilt in my book in 2021, 2022, and up until 2023. And it was really interesting. First of all, I was like, wow, books are really hard to promote. The world's noisy out there. And I have no digital presence. So that was a data point. I was like, huh, I have to go build a digital presence and I don't know how to do that. And I don't know if I want to do that. Number two is, oh, I really like this podcasting thing. I'm going to go lean harder into that because that feels natural to me. I can create content without even like thinking twice. If you told me to flip around my camera and do some sort of influencer video, I'd be like, F- heck no, F no, I'm not doing that. But doing a podcast, like I love it. I'll do it in two seconds. So data point there, action, organizing. Hmm, I like that. Um, I don't love the influencer stuff. I do love the podcast stuff and then the coaching thing. And I realized I love working with entrepreneurs. I love it. Started a mastermind out of it, worked with 50 entrepreneurs over the, the, those couple of years. And I was like, you know, I love it in smaller doses. I don't love doing it full time. It just didn't it, like it lacked a couple of things. Number one, it, they, again, action organizing it t- showed me, huh? I love working with entrepreneurs uh, but they have to be the right entrepreneurs because I love I love them all as humans. But them, as you know, me helping their businesses, I couldn't help all their businesses. So I was like, oh, they have to have certain elements in their business, or else it doesn't really like my my work doesn't support them. Uh, number one, number two is I was like, huh, it feels like I'm showing up for work, like I'm on the clock. It was the first time I felt like I'd been on the clock ever. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm probably doing too much of this. I I have to do less of it. And number three, I was like. I have no skin in the game. Like, like if they win, like there's no upside for me. I, I, and, and so, um, you know, I, I, I kind of complimented that by just, you know, being expensive, but I but still felt like a job. I'd always had businesses where, yeah, I, I maybe made a lot of money or made good money, but I always had, you know, enterprise value that I would, I would build into the business and I had something I could sell. I'd, and I, if I just didn't want to go to work, I could hire someone to do the work I didn't want to have to do. And what I found with advisory work is, is I was the product. I had to show up. And that was the biggest thing I, that I realized I'm, I don't like being the product. So then I said, well, let me go do a mastermind. But I realized the time that the things I have to do to make the mastermind successful, I didn't love doing. So again, going back to this action organizes, I was organizing all these data points and what ended up happening, this started, you know, beginning of 2020, we're talking 2020, 2021, 2022, by the middle of 22, I was in Oaxaca, Mexico for the summer. And I was like, you know what? I've realized something. I, I like some of this stuff, the thought leadership stuff I like in small doses, the advising CEOs I love in small doses, unless I have skin in the game then I feel differently about it and I need to have skin in the game. And I think that what I want to do is help entrepreneurs build their companies 
but I want to do it from a position of investing capital. By the way, I was in, I was doing a lot of investing at that time, and I realized I did really love investing. So another data point. So I like investing. I like on helping entrepreneurs as long as I have skin in the game. Um, I like some of the influence stuff as long as it like aligns up to the stuff I'm talking about. And I love podcasting. And so I came to the conclusion, I need to go get into private equity and I'm still going to do some of the stuff I love in small doses. And that became the formula for me. And I, and, and I doubled down on that in January of 2023, where I'm like, well, well what are the, like, I'm going to quit coming up with these crazy outcomes that I want to come up with. Because I would always come up with these crazy outcomes. I'm going to build a $100 million company. I'm going to have 1,000 employees and pick all these weird vanity metrics. I'm going to have a four, uh, uh, Inc. 5000 company top 100. And then I'd hit them and it didn't feel any different. And I was like, okay. And the reason for it is that I was all about the goal and I wasn't about how I'm showing up to be in the world. And as action organized, I got really clear that who I wanted to be. And it was, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I said, okay, I want to, number one, be someone that creates impact with entrepreneurs. And I could do it in two ways. I, need, I want to do it the private equity and I want to do it um, from mentoring entrepreneurs. And I do both those things. And number three, I, I love podcasting, so I want to create impact with that. All right, so I'm clear on that. I'm going to go do that. And the action organized over time where I could figure out what percentage of my time I like doing that stuff. And the influence stuff, still do it a little bit. You know, maybe it's 5% of the time. Podcast, I love it, but it's, it's a 5%er. Like this, those things take up 5, 10% of my time. I wanted to spend 90% of my time on investing in companies. And that, and that really got me to lean heavily into private equity. So once I got really focused, I realized, oh, that's the percentage of time I need to do it. And by the way, I need to do the podcasting because I, I, I have a creative side of me that if I don't explore that, which had this happened to me back at TMS, again, action organizing, I did, was not doing a lot of the creative stuff outside of the company and it, and it suffocated me. I knew it was something I needed in my life. I just didn't know it till I, didn't, till I did it and didn't have it and it wasn't happy. So again, this goes back to this idea of failure versus success and that if we take that away and it's like, no, there is no failure, there is no success, there's just action that happens that you organize that creates an outcome that gives you data that then you then optimize in your current state to create a better state. And so fast forward to 2023, I was like, hey, that's how I want to create impact. And I realized I care about having deep relationships. So I figured out how I wanted to do that. And I knew I cared about being healthy. And I figured out how I want to do that. And I was like, look, if I'm healthy, I have deep relationships, and I'm creating impact. I, and in the percentages I just laid out, again, based off action organizing, and me kind of figuring out how much of each I needed, then I end up in this perfect steady state. And it'll probably change too. But what ended up happening was I showed up in today's world doing all those things and all the dominoes started falling into place. And I will, I've said this to my brother the other day. I said, man, 2023 was my favorite year uh, that I've lived. It was my, my, my best year that I was alive. Like I really felt like I was fully aligned with the things that I wanted to do and started creating all the outcomes and the, the dominoes fell into place. And, but more importantly than that, I felt like I was showing up in the right way, the right amount, the right time, doing the right things. And the reason I was able to do that was because I, got, I, I took action, imperfect action, knowing that it would give me information that I could then go and explore and exploit in all these great ways to live the life that I want to live. And so I'm here today, you know, beginning of 2024, and I'm like, man, I'm fired up. Like I've, I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders right now. And it was really by kind of getting clear that taking imperfect action steps would organize my thoughts to give me information to then optimize my environment 
to then create the next best, best step, to then take more action, and so on and so forth. So I encourage you, take action. It organizes your thoughts. It can be a perfect action. And use that information to create the existence that you want so you can be who you want to be in the world and create the things you want to create. That said, I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. If you love it, like I'm always asking people, give us reviews, you know, do all the things, share the episode. This is, I'm doing a lot more of these solos because I want to share that. They're always my mo- most profound learnings in life that I'm, I'm bringing to you. This, the, like, this particular profound learning came from working with Dr. Jess Spencer for three months. And, and so like, that's a, that's a big investment, both of time and, and, and resources to, to, to learn this one thing. So I bring that to you. Um, and I encourage you to check out his work as well. Uh, until next time, peace out. Love you. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here. And I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life, canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear, uses directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and Supply & Demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million-dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius.
you are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.